0: To another bite, where we rewatch the most innovative and intriguing pitches from Shark Tank. I'm Jory, and I'm joined by Ariel. Hey, everyone, and John. How
1: you doing, everybody?
0: Today in the tank, we're headed to the future, baby, with the most leg slapping, rhythm making, drumming pants you can ever imagine. Robocop could never. But before we get into any of that, have you thought about the future of ads? Hey, well, if not, here's one. Today in the tank, we have drum pants. And I'm sorry, what? I'm going to need some help.
1: What do we have? Drum pants. Drum pants?
0: Yep, drum pants.
1: Drum pants? Is it drum pants? Drum pants? Pants, pants that drum... What are we... Ay, do- ay,
0: <laughs> John is vetoing it without like even the context of what this he's product is. He's pulling full Mark Cuban and just being know, like, I'm out. out. Drum pants? Drum Pants, and it is brought to us from founders Lee and Tyler. And they're asking for $150,000 for 5% of their company, which is a $3 million valuation.
1: For Drum Pants? They're brought a hair roll.
0: Let me get to it, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Drum Pants are wearable technology that make music. They let you play music wherever you are. So it's essentially these sensors that you wear underneath your clothes And at the wave of a gesture, the press of a button, you can turn yourself into a drum set with your pants. They look like these pieces of Velcro strips that have like these circle sensors on them and you just strap them right on. So it connects with your phone through Bluetooth. So there's (laughs) some kind of technological control you have over the sounds, but it's like wearable drums. And the reason it's called drum pants is because you can put them under your pants. Mm. And that's branding. That's marketing. They're not actually selling
2: the pants. They're selling the technology (laughs) that can move the pants. Is your issue with this product just the branding? (laughs) Is that all that's causing (laughs) you you, to pause? We're at the stage of the conversation where it's the initial reaction. So my initial Mm -hmm. reaction
0: just caused me to... uh, Okay. So, John, I feel like I don't need to ask, uh, but what are some of your initial thoughts here?
1: Like, I cannot believe this made it onto national television.
0: Okay. After watching Squirrel Boss, this is what's causing you to pause? After watching American
2: (laughs) Idol, this is what's causing you to pause? They always send people through that don't have, like, the best
1: ideas. There is literally zero people in the world who want drum pants. Zero. Not one zero, not one zero zero, zero. Zero people want drum pants. At least Google Glass, which nobody wanted. Nobody wanted Mm. Google Glass. At least Google Glass- gave you access to information to help you have a better life. Like, this is just literally so that, like, when your kid is going to tell you something, you can do a drum roll on your thigh. And, like, who every morning is going to, like, strap on their drum pants? That's
2: a wholesome use case. See, I was thinking about kids, and especially siblings, and when siblings fight and push and touch each other all the time, and you're like, stop, keep your hands to yourself. So you want to put drums into the equation? No, 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 I'm saying this is why it's a bad idea, because Uh, uh, then uh. you just have nonstop noises going on all the time.
1: In theory, they have some interesting technology, which is Mm -hmm. buttons on your body that are connected to your phone with Bluetooth. And like, the thing is, is they seem like very serious people. They've invented this Mm -hmm. technology. It's a serious technology. And some reason they chose drumming. drumming as the use case for it and name their company after it drum pants like they could do all these B2B use case like there's people yeah. who need to leverage technology to do their jobs and orchestrate really complex things on a daily basis and they're out here trying to sell drum pants to who
0: Even just the implication of like wearable sensors to like the healthcare industry, mm-hmm. right That's huge that like connects to an overall device or system and you're choosing to drum pant it. But I was curious Ariel. Pulling up my book of aerial Lore. Oh, gosh. Their main audience seems to be like people in like the EDM festival scene. So I was actually curious about like on that angle, like do you see that flying with that crowd? I would be annoyed if I was at a
2: show Mm -hmm. and someone was trying to like beat along to the music. Now- this is why I think they should have instead sold the technology. If there was something like that that would connect to your clothes where it's like LED lights up, depending on the music that plays, something more visual Ooh, like, like that. Running. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. even if yeah. you're running, like say you have your running music on, connects to your Bluetooth, and it's just like pulsing, that would be like perfect. But I think the actual fact that it makes noise, it's up, they were so focused on like nailing that piece of technology. And I feel like they're very blindsided by that like value. as opposed to what the actual core technology could have been.
0: Based on the chemistry of our founders, though, I'm kind of not surprised that this is all over the place, right? Because it's like, as we go through the pitch, it seems that they have very strong personalities that don't agree on anything. So I also wonder if this is the product of that contentious relationship where it's like, you've got this piece of product that has wide implications to the future of wearable tech, and then you have This stupid use case that seems to come out of the woodwork.
1: I feel like the only wearable technology that actually had product market fit was a Nintendo Power Glove. Do you remember the Power Glove? No. All right. Well, it's a little time for a little video (laughs) game history lesson, everybody. Uh, Let's go.
0: John's (laughs) TED Talk of the day. Oh, my gosh.
1: Jeez. In the 1980s, there was a video game system called the Nintendo Entertainment System. And one of the features they came out with was the power glove, and it was a glove that you put on that you could control your Thanos. Nintendo. With, it oh, this looks,
2: thing. Oh
0: my gosh, yes.
1: <laughs> that's the only wearable tech I can think of.
0: So, okay, we're caught up on this fact that this product's all about the drums, but do we actually think that this is just a product that's a little too advanced for our time? We can clearly see that there is some connection between it's important to have sensors connected to devices, but- Maybe it's their application, but do you think it's just that they're too early? They're too early in product development. They're too early to even be on Shark Tank here.
1: I feel like smart outlets have become very popular. Like I use a lot of smart outlets. Those are basically like Bluetooth buttons where you can like control your lights or like your coffee maker. I have one for my coffee maker and you basically can like hit a button and it'll brew your coffee in the morning, stuff like that. So Uh. I do believe that like interaction is going to keep evolving a bunch in terms of like wearables, obviously we're at the mainstream in terms of like information capture through wearables. I think lots of people wear devices and like wearable tech Mm -hmm. that does information capture. Obviously, like Apple is trying to bring credibility to the virtual reality space with the Vision Pro, but they already have cut their production forecast like in half for next year based on initial sales. It's still all just it's like too early product market fit, feels too unsocial and feels not valuable enough versus the price tag, I think.
0: Yeah. And the slow death of the metaverse probably hasn't helped anything.
2: I'm just so curious with this application. I don't know if you've seen these videos online where there's like a dog and they like touch down on a pad and like it says food or no or yes. Or it swears at you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like that. Like, I just wonder for the use case, like, could there have been something there outside of just apparel, right? Going back to the technology. Is this something that could have been helpful for maybe someone who is hearing impaired and learning like ASL for the first time and is trying to communicate to a family member that can hear stuff like maybe it's easier for them to like push buttons or like for kids, especially that grow up potentially with having some
0: hearing difficulties. Or even just nonverbal in general. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I feel like our mixed reaction is sort of what we see in the sharks. Lori is very open about this being too niche. Mm -hmm. Other sharks are just like, this is just not a product. It's not interesting enough. (laughs) But we did actually get some nibbles on drum pants and it came in from Robert and Damon, who actually sort of started to have a bit of a bidding war. Rob, for 150k for 20%, and Damon, who was like really interested, I think, to your point, Ariel, with like licensing and like focusing on the tech rather than the drumming. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he had offered like 250 for 20%. But It all fell apart with our founders who, because of their sort of very different visions of where they wanted to take this product, had too much discussion amongst themselves. And ultimately, both Damon and Rob pulled their deals because it was very clear there was no kind of decision and united front between the two. So no deal, even though they had two offers on the table. Mm -hmm. It was wild, wild ride.
1: It was honestly like it was really painful to watch because they actually got offers and they like didn't address them and Mm -hmm. they like just played it wrong and they couldn't agree. I felt actually really sad for them.
0: That's okay. So even without a Shark Tank deal, I'll tell you what, the first year post-Shark Tank, Drum Pants was profitable. They were doing their thing. Really? But as always, especially with products like this, things did take a turn. Although the site is still up, the business was shut down in 2016. Mind you, this was a 2014 episode. According to the entrepreneurs on their LinkedIn, they are no longer in business. So, whether or not this technology exists in some form, can't tell you, but drum pants exists in no forms. No forms. <laughs> Today's episode was written and produced by the mythical Matthew Brown. Additional support comes from Melanie Romero and editing from Robert Hartwig. If you're a fan of the show, even if you're not a fan of the show, tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to support the show. That does it for me. We'll see you next episode here in the tank for another bite.